The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. First, I want to talk about the 2005 World Snooker Champion. Sean Murphy. Uh, this week he was speaking on a podcast about his gastric sleeve surgery and the impact of it. Take a listen. In the end, I just thought, you know, I need to do something about this. You know, this is going to be the end of me, you know, mentally and possibly physically. You know, I've got two young children. I couldn't run around after them. Um, you know, at the World Championships this year, I ballooned to nearly 20 stone and, and that's big, like, you know. And so I just knew I had to do something about it. So, yeah, I looked into gastric surgery. There are three or four types. I, I wanted the most extreme one, the one that is irreversible, the gastric sleeve, where they remove a big majority of your actual stomach. They take it away. The reason I chose that one is because I've never struggled losing weight, as I say, but because of the, the method of the gastric sleeve, because my stomach's now so small, it's highly unlikely that I'll ever be able to physically consume enough calories in one go to put the weight back on. Yeah, that was him uh, speaking on that podcast. And as I say, he he talked an awful lot about how it transformed his physical life, but also the mental health benefits. And he he went on to talk about the abuse he would have suffered, you know, playing snooker from different people in the crowd or people online as well uh, over the years. Two people who know all about the transformative effect of this type of surgery are Leanne Kendallan and Susie Burney, who are both with me. Uh, ladies, you're very, very welcome to the show and thanks a million for taking the time to chat to us. Uh, Susie, if I, if I start with yourself, wh- when did you have gastric surgery? I um, I had my gastric surgery in 2015. Um, it's, it followed that I had attended a weight management service. So you see a, a multidisciplinary team first over a space of nearly a year. And then they see if you meet the criteria to go and have uh, gastric surgery as part of a treatment for obesity. And what was your own situation that you know prompted this? Yeah, so I had started to gain weight from around my teens. I have a food disorder and I always thought that was the only reason that I was gaining weight. Um, it wasn't until later on I became an advocate that I realised it was more complex than that and polycystic ovarian syndrome was part of it um, and some other reasons too, but... I would have lost and gained weight many times through my 20s into my 30s, but my weight never really impacted my health badly. I had fine blood pressure, no high cholesterol. I was swimming a mile four days a week while I was 25 stone. But then in one year, all of a sudden, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and the polycystic ovarian syndrome. I had depression. I had a knee injury. A lot of things going on that Mm. my health deteriorated quite quickly. It's, yeah, because I was going to ask, and you mentioned the depression there, because you'd previously said it hadn't really impacted your physical health. To what extent was it a drain on your mental health? Oh, it was a huge drain. Living with obesity, you face stigma every day. And there was many instances where I had some health care appointments where I was shamed about my weight, where a, a test I was doing was abandoned because they said, you're too fat, we can't do the scan, you'll have to come back again, which I never did. Um, so I remember that time I went home and I, don't think I got dressed for two days. Um, and then I would have depression seasonally at the winter time, which which can be typical with people anyway, but very hard to to learn to cope with anything when, when you're going through that type of mm. uh, mental health, you know. So um, it's, yeah, it's a difficult journey. Uh, and uh, Leanne is with us as well. Uh, I mentioned Leanne uh, Kendallan. Leanne, uh, were you experiencing similar symptoms to... Susie, the way she describes them? Um, yeah, yeah, like I've I've been um living with obesity since childhood. 
Um, and then at 16, I was diagnosed with PCOS and like suffered years with um, infertility and stuff like that, um, which comes with the PCOS and living with obesity and stuff, depression as well. Um, my depression and anxiety got so bad like that I started kind of self-stigmatising myself and was like living with like crazy kind of paranoia of like what people were thinking of me or what people were saying or like people do stigmatise mm. it as well and like just just how people react to people living with obesity and yeah. you know like it was just but but just people could be people could be perfectly pleasant but you would assume that they were thinking these things about you yeah yeah just because I was so used to it, mm. like, you kind of start, like, thinking stuff like that about yourself. <laughs> and tell me a little bit about the journey through the process of gastric surgery. Um, I had spent over 20 years trying to fight obesity when, like, really I just had to accept the fact that I needed help to live with obesity and manage obesity. And the multidisciplinary team really helped and helped my PCOS get on track with medication and stuff like that. And then I had my bypass by 2020 um, and have, like, lost 30 and stone now. But, like, what I've gained from the surgery... Mm. It's completely life-changing. Like, I never expected that I'd live in, like, a happier, healthier body and mind frame. Like, I, I can't believe the improvement yeah, in my life. is crazy. Yeah, give me a little sense of that, Leanne. I mean, just on a day-to-day basis, little things that are different now than they were five years ago. Like, five years ago, like, we were still struggling with infertility and stuff like that and, like, had a miscarriage and stuff. And, like, now I have two little boys and... Wow. um. I'm able to like play on the swings with them, up and down slides. I'm able to keep up with them and run after them, play with Lego and Hot Wheels on the floor and just stuff like that I never even imagined for my life is all I have it now. Like, it's mm. crazy. <laughs> and Susie, what about you? I mean, how, how different is life now than pre-surgery? Well, on the day I had my surgery, I was taking off all my diabetic medication, which was three. Um, I had been diagnosed with diabetic retinopathy and six months after my surgery, I was tested again and the retinopathy had reversed. So my diabetes has been in remission now for seven years, purely wow. due to that I had a gastric bypass. Now, the bypass is different slightly to the sleeve and the bypass is the one that is recommended better to treat type 2 diabetes because the effect is immediate. Um, and with that came weight loss, but our focus which we try to highlight in our patient groups with ICPO is that this isn't about weight loss. It's bariatric surgery and it treats other health conditions as well as weight loss, like diabetes. And the weight loss is almost for all of us, like what you've heard Leanne say, is an added bonus. You know, it's it's about getting your quality of life back. It's about improving health impairments. Many people come off sleep apnea machines after having bariatric surgery. Mm. Um, and But the fertility is a huge one that many girls who've not been able to conceive after a surgery, they can. So for me, it's been a life changer. And to come back to the issue of, of mental health as well, because as I said it right at the outset, that's what Sean Murphy, the snooker player, talked about as well, that the burden, the mental burden he carried with him along with the weight. How transformative has that been for you, Susie? Oh, it's very hard to describe. And, and with there comes a little bit of almost resentment because people treat you better. Since I've lost weight, people, like, when you had all of your weight at, mm. at your highest part of it, people wouldn't sit beside you on a bus 
or they wouldn't hold a door open for you. Or we know of people who haven't got promotions in their jobs. So when suddenly you see people are treating you with more respect just based on your body size, you can go through a little bit of anger with that too. Yeah. But yet your mental health has improved because you're living a better life and you're, you're doing the things that you never thought you could do, which is absolutely fantastic. But you still have to work at it. It's, mm. it's not a quick fix. And that's one of the biggest misconceptions about the surgery. People think it's just about reducing your calories. And actually, just for what, what um, I heard there with um, Shane Murphy was when he said it's highly unlikely to consume large amount of calories afterwards. That's actually a bit of a misconception, too, in that a couple mm. of years down the line after surgery, you can mm. slowly eat more calories. So people are urged after bariatric surgery is to utilize the first two years to to change things that maybe you couldn't address before. And for some, that's counseling, that they've never addressed maybe binge eating disorder or different things. And it's very individual what has happened in your life to cause the weight gain. And unfortunately for some, it's genetics and mm. their body will work against them anyway. So you can regain some weight after surgery. So this is lifelong and it's only one treatment for obesity, but is a very effective one. Le- Leanne, did, did you yeah. have that experience that people treated you differently and I know not just the perceived treatment because I know you talked about the kind of perception you had of of other people's attitude towards you but I mean did people take you more seriously as a person when you were slimmer yeah Yeah, I think people treat you like so different you know like even just like uh, hello on the street or um like sometimes it's a little bit sad like I kind of like feel sad for like the old body that I was living in because people are a lot nicer to me now I don't know if it's like I have more confidence in myself now that people I probably look or seem a bit more approachable, but like um, it is. It can be very like even I don't know. Like it's just very weird. It's a weird feeling like when you're kind of like oh that person says hello, but that person would never say hello to me before. Or yeah. Like you do kind of beat yourself up and like I for years bullied myself because of my weight and stuff like that. And now like not doing stuff like that now. I I am happier, so I don't know if I just look happier that people are nicer to me, but it is like even in shops, like the, like people would say cruel kind of stuff when like when you're bigger than now. Like no one would even mention anything like the trolley contents or anything weird before when you're bigger. It'd be like, yeah. Oh, we on a diet or something if you had vegetables and stuff or like it just just people feel the need to like say me and stuff when you're like living with obesity. I just yeah. I never understood it like it's kind of a disheartening but it's an interesting aspect of it um, mm-hmm. a treatment a pre and post surgery but listen uh, thank you both very much for the time and for sharing those stories with us uh, Susie Burney and Leanne Candalan who are uh, both on the other side of gastric surgery uh, ladies thank you very much uh, as I said The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.